Welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering Podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we discuss principles for discipling your children. I want to give you a couple suggestions on how do we handle when there's a clash within us, within our parenting style, because ideally, right, we would be unified as a couple and we would have the same ideas and they would be perfect godly ideas of how we're going to raise our child and we would have a unified strategy that is well put together. I mean, I, I, I feel ridiculous even saying this, right? Because like there's moments where you're like, wait, wait, oh, you said that? Oh, no, then you can't do that. I, I said yes, but you, you asked her first. And so, all right, a couple of things. So number one, um, our goal is to honor God with our parenting styles, whatever style of parenting. And as I, as I read these, you probably um, identified personally with some of them. And some of them you thought were ridiculous. Some of you thought like the, the new age, like, hey, we're just going to say yes to our kids all of the time. Sounds like the worst idea ever. And some of you are like, ooh, we could try that. That sounds like fun, like vacation, right? It's just kind of, you know, hey, whatever we want to do, right? And others of you are like, yes, routine. Yes, routine and, and structure. And others are like, no, like we got to be a little more like free flowing and have fun. And right. And, and what the Lord does in his infinite wisdom is he often puts us together with people who don't have that same idea, that same style, that same idea, even of time of like when we need to be there at nine o'clock, what that means. Right. Right. Like, like, like what does that mean to you? You know, it's a 10 minute drive. It's eight if you hurry. Right? So like, what, what, when do we need to get ready when we need to leave? That's a whole different thing for, for many of us, right? So first of all, whatever our style is, our goal is to make disciples of our children. Matthew 8, 19, 28, 19 says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you to the very end of the age. And so our goal is to make disciples of the small humans that God has given to us. And we know Deuteronomy 6, chapter, um, chapter 6, verse 5 and 6, which we go to often, says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. And these words I command you shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children. So whatever we do as a Christian parent, our goal is to lead our child to become an independent, godly adult who serves the Lord and his will. That's our goal. And no matter what we do, we need to be going in that direction. It, it means not that we just need to, well, I need to do what's easiest for me in the moment. But our goal is to help kids become mature and Godly. That's the first one. On your sheet, I actually, um, I want to jump to three because I think three, I, I mean, I, sorry, I'm going to work. So number the, the th number, the second one, which is really number three on your sheet, is to appreciate your spouse's parenting style. You have been given special gifts, including the way that you parent. Your love for your kids, your desire to see them mature in the Lord is special and unique. And your style has advantages. But unfortunately, it's not perfect. And God uses you to parent the best that you can. This is an amazing and remarkable gift. The same is true of your spouse. They're just different. The style that God has given to them is different. 
and sometimes they don't seem to match. So appreciate what is true and what is good about the style that God has matched you with. The, the, Joni's style is different than my style. And there's some really good advantages to the way that she parents. The way that I parent, there's some advantages to that as well. And so that we need to begin by appreciating what God has given to us. You've noticed that most couples are very different, right? God puts opposites together, opposites attract, because you, you gain what you don't have and you give. What you, and so it comes together, but there's some tension in that sometimes. It's the same in our parenting style. So appreciate the parenting style of your spouse. Number two, which is the third thing. Um, is communicate with each other and develop a plan. After you appreciate and you understand the strengths and weaknesses of each other, agree on a plan for parenting. It, it, it will not work if you're not a team. If your children or the world are able to get between you, and, 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 work again, and work one side against the other, you're in big trouble. If your kids know, oh, it's fine, I'll just go ask mom, and if she says no, I'll go ask dad, and then it'll be okay, you have a problem, right? They can't work one against the other. You've gotta be a team. There's gotta be a united front, right? And as they get older, they begin to understand the, the, how these work a little bit. And they begin to see how you're, how you're working together. When they're little, they just know, I wanted a cookie and mom said no. And so I asked dad and he gave me two. <laughs> and we enjoyed them together, hiding in my room where mom couldn't see us. Or, or vice versa, right? Dad told me no, that I needed to pay for that myself. But mom gave me money for it because she really wants me to do it. Problems, right? So communicate, come, come together. So do not allow your kids to have different answers, uh, to get different answers from you. Um, it'll, it'll know that it'll create division. And at times that may happen, but don't be afraid to go back and correct and say, hey, um, you played one against the other. That's not okay. You can't go around and do that. And, and different kids are more apt to do this. If you have a kid who's pretty compliant and like the first answer they get, they accept, it's not as much of an issue, but you may have, if you have multiple children, one of them may be especially prone to like running the end around. And you kind of know, right? You know pretty quickly, you're like, all right. And so, so communicate, know your plan, right? What time are kids going to bed so that they, you're on a, on a unified plan? You know, where are your kids going to go to school? What activities are they, are they going to do? How many are they going to do? What's that going to, to look like? Will you have a dog? It may be a good idea. Will you have a cat? No, 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 don't, don't. Whatever that is, right? Right now we're in this process in my house where there's this debate about whether we need to get a dog. And there's like all sorts of campaigning campaigns and pictures are being sent to my phone of, of cute dogs and this is the one that we should get and wouldn't that be great and all that. And then I respond to, hey, how are the dishes coming? You know, hey, the dishes aren't done and the, and the floor and the and your room's not clean, so how are we doing with it? And so there's this whole thing, right? But, but be in agreement and at times, um, this is going to develop over time because when you're a new parent, when you're a preschool parent, you're like, I don't know what my style is. I have ideas but I don't really know what, it, 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 it develops over time because you try things and you're like, hey, let's, let's do this. We think that's the right thing to do. 
and you agree as parents and it's fantastic or it's a disaster or somewhere in between. And so it develops over time. And so keep communicating and keep talking. I'm convinced that parenting will either bring you together or drive you apart. And a lot of it comes to the amount of time that you're communicating and are you on the same page together in your parenting? So communicating is gonna be really important. Appreciate each other, um, communicate. Number four, have each other's back. Unity as parents is important. Don't contradict your spouse in front of your kids if you can at all help it. There's times it'll happen, right? But, but be able to confess it. But, but be at the same, same together. It, it reminds me of, um, of middle school boys. So middle school boys, they'll often, there's like a whole throng of them, right? And they, their whole goal is to try to take down their leader, especially if he's like a college kid, right? And here's the truth. If 10 middle school kids work to, middle school boys work together, they can take you down and, and tear you up, right? But here's the truth. Middle school kids don't stick together. All you have to do when there's a bunch of middle school, if you're ever attacked by a group of middle school boys, and this might only be related if you're in middle school, right? You go after one of them with a vengeance. Do you know what the other nine do? Right, they scatter. They're like, I don't want anything of that. And my friend, I don't really, I, we're not that close. I, I told him I would have his back. I don't. Right, they scatter, right, because they kind of get after one because they're not unified. We as parents can't do that. We can't scatter when it's a little, oh, I'm going to scatter, I'm going to run away, right? We can't, we can't scatter. We need to have each other's back and back each other up. And then lastly, the whole goal is to push or pull your children and your spouse towards maturity. God is using this as a process to mature you. And so you're pushing them forward towards maturity. The goal is not for you as a parent to be able to be comfortable, for it to be easy. The goal for you as a parent is maturity for your kids and for yourself. And so keep pushing and moving in that direction. There is a temptation that we have to try to make it easier on ourselves. Lots of examples. Chores is an easy one, right? Like, which is easier? To teach your elementary school kid to clean their room or to send them down and have them watch a video while you clean it? So much easier. You can do it in 10 minutes, right? Or it can take an hour. Maybe I'm using the wrong numbers. You can do it in 15. Or it can take three hours for you to do it with your child, right? And you're trying to teach them and you're like, I just taught you this, right? I just taught you how to clean the bathroom. Like your bathroom is gross. If you have boys that you ever, right? Even girls can be, right? Your bathroom is gross, right? Here's how you clean it. No, I showed you last week. You're going to do it. That whole process of pushing them towards maturity is, is a process. But the goal is, remember we have to hold the goal, that the goal is for them to be godly, independent, able to raise their own family someday. So that's the goal is to help them to be mature, to help them to be what God has created for them to be. 
Sometimes it's push, sometimes it's pull. It's a process. Proverbs 6.22 tells us, and it's, a, it's true, it's not a promise where it's like a guarantee, but it says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So, so training a child, pushing a child towards what is right and good and best for them in maturity is the goal. But we're going to have to get on the same page in the way that we're going to that we're going to do this. I know around this room, we could kind of play some of these, these things in, in the parent test, right? Some of you would say, no, I identi we identify with this kind of style. And others are a little more like, no, we kind of let them free range. We kind of let them go and move. And some of it is your family and some of it's where you live. And if you live downtown, the free range, let your child kind of roam and be where they want to be all the time, probably not very safe for them, right? They're probably going to get hit by a car, right? But if you live in the country, you might be able to do a little bit of more, little more free ranging, right? Depending on, but some of it's your style, some of it's who you are and how you've been raised and what's, what's good in, in those styles. And so, but, but figuring out how you're gonna do it together and continue to do this process together is, is the key. I, I believe as you come to appreciate the way that each other was raised, the way the styles that you have, um, it'll be a beautiful thing. Um, and maybe not fine dining without a little bit of like, prep before we go may not be the, uh, the way to go. So let me, let me pray for us and we'll, we'll get in our groups. God, I thank you for this day. God, I thank you for the opportunity to, um, to learn from your word. Um, God, I thank you for the opportunity to parent. Uh, Lord, it's a, it's a spiritual experience. And Lord, it challenges us often. Father, help us to honor and glorify you with our lives and then parent in a way that honors and glorifies you. God, I know that we don't live in an ideal world and, and there are many things that, that come against us. God, I pray that you would make us into the disciples that we need to be and then into the parents that we need to be. God, I pray for our children. God, I pray that they would become godly, independent disciples who look to you for all that they need, who follow after you with all of their heart. God, we're grateful for other parents to be able to, to be encouraged by and, and learn from. God, I pray as we, as we go to our groups, Lord, that you lead us and guide us. God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Parent Gathering Podcast. We invite you to join us at 930 on Sunday mornings in room 215 where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents. For more information about Living Hope Next Gen Ministries, go to livehopeful.com.